Alright, welcome back to the Josh and Ethan Show. It's the second episode of our return, and we're back on schedule once a week, baby. Let's hey, this is like the first time you've done a consecutive episode consistently in like a year. Yeah. Maybe even more than that. Year and a half, maybe. Yeah. But we're back. We're back. Hopefully next week as well. The week after that. Shout out to the three people who listen to the podcast. One of them listened to it all the way through. Vince Cabral. Was that you? Um, Did you listen to the podcast or not? I think I listened to like the first. You know what? Actually, I might have. Oh, I yeah. might have listened to the whole. <laughs> well, shout out to the two people who skipped around a little bit. We're proud of you. I know my godfather. Not so people. True fan. <laughs> all right. So. I mean, we got we got some stuff to get into this week. Um, I don't know what's um. Let's start with you have an oopsie I have on the this sheet. Is the second week we're starting talking about me. I'm not I a have, narcissist, I swear. And I listen to the podcast the I, whole way through. <laughs> I have no idea what this oopsie is. You're just like I made an oopsie. Yeah. Well, I posted about this on Snapchat, but I know you're not. Like, I'm not on Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but basically, I. I on my bus ride home to from school yesterday, I left my phone on the CTA bus. Which, if you ever leave CTA Chicago Transit Authority, for those of you who are not from Chicago, I'm sure all three of our <laughs> listeners are not familiar. But um, I left my phone on the CTA bus, and I so I had my bag with me, and then my trumpet case because I was bringing my trumpet home, and. I had it on the seat and the bus braked, so I like threw my phone to the side and grabbed my trumpet case because it was about to fall. And then like my stop was literally coming up like in two seconds. So I just grabbed all my stuff and I got off the bus and like it was like it was like a movie. I literally got off the bus, turned around, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my phone and then the bus just drove off and I'm like, This is this is horrible. So then I went to my grandma's house. I called my phone 18 times, and then finally, the thank goodness, the bus driver picked up, and he, uh, he, my mom went to the garage where it was at, and I got my phone back, but it was, I was so scared. Yeah, I, um, one time, my backpack has, like, those little end things on, like, if you want to brace it or whatever, or tighten it, mm -hmm. because my posture was horrible, I built, like, really weirdly tightened. Anyway, one of, like, the, you know, like, on the end of things, there's, like, folds where they fold the fabric over and then sew it. Yeah. So, like, it can't get pulled all the way through and just come out. Mm -hmm. One time, those got stuck on, like, if you know CTA buses, you'll know in the very front, there's, like, one seat in a lot of buses that's kind of raised up and, like, right behind yeah. the driver's thing. In between the chair and the wall, my thing got stuck somehow. So, I was coming off at my stop, and I was, like, pulling on my backpack, trying to get out, and then my AirPod fell out, and, like, wintered thing. <laughs> I grabbed everything. This was a few weeks ago, but it just, it's really funny. Like how, I mean, this isn't a dig on the CTA. It's just really funny how easy it is to lose stuff. I think, those. I think I'm most vulnerable when I'm on the CTA. It's like, you can't, you can't like take a really long time doing something, especially if you're getting on or off the bus. And like, I feel like I always, I always stand up on the CTA, even though, even if there's seats available, because I'm just like, I don't want to sit next to these people. I don't know where they've been. I only sit if there's like empty seats. Yeah, it's like, kind of like like if there's a two seater that's completely. Yeah, you empty. know what the urinal rule? Yeah, you see that meme where it's like there's like I follow there's four rule. urinals and then and then guys were like only two there are. And yeah, you gotta leave check. one in between. That, yeah, that's what it is with seats. On that's the bus. What, yeah, for me too. 
And actually, yesterday morning, for the first time ever, I actually saw the handicap seats being used for for wheelchair accessibility. I've never seen them used. Oh, I see them folded up quite a bit. I, I've never seen those chairs folded up. I didn't know that's what they did. I feel really bad, because obviously, I'm a, I almost just dox myself. Actually, it's not really a dox. I'm at a school with a lot of kids. Um, well, if you say what school you went to, they're not going to like yeah, track you down. Cause... I, I'm at Lane, which is like the biggest high school in the city by far. And also, For I me, I don't know if I can say because yeah. my school is pretty small. And also, I don't care because I'm gone in like two years. And also, half the people I follow have like LT in their bio. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably a bad look. Very few people at my school have the school name in their bio because yeah. no, the people shame aren't proud of it. We have one mutual friend who has in her bio. And I was like, why are you proud of this? Why are you flaunting this? Is the one of don't is, say the name. Yeah, is the one we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, "Why are you flaunting this?" Anyway, I I hate it there. I don't hate it there. It's fine. Anyway, I feel really bad because there will always be like one senior who is grocery shopping or like some disabled person on the CTA, and then there will be a crushing wave of like two hundred kids elbowing <laughs> and pushing up trying to get on the bus, and I feel so bad because I'm like, these people actually need the bus to like get back and forth and we're just packing on body and body you know what i always hate i hate when like okay i might dox myself a little bit so irving park and pulaski which okay Chicago people are already lost but there's three listeners so i'm not worried so <laughs> irving park and pulaski hey, we're gaining three listeners an episode maybe next week it'll be six maybe Irving Park in Pulaski is like the biggest intersection that's closest to the bus stop in front of my school. So it's Irving Park in Pulaski, and there's like a few stops after that, and then my school. I always hate when people just like pile onto the bus on Irving Park in Pulaski and ride for like three stops. Like school starts in 10 minutes. You could walk. Just there. walk. Yeah. It's, it's, especially when leaving school too the kids will ride it for one stop like if you're going to the blue line because there's the addison blue line yeah it's like a couple of miles and on a nice day if the buses are full or if they're not coming why well, grab a couple of friends and will we walk sure i did that a few weeks ago and it first became nice but like there's kids who will ride it like three stops and i'm like just walk yeah i i get it if like you're older or like you like physically handicapped and like it's just more convenient for you to ride the bus but, like, you're a high schooler. School starts in 10 minutes. Just walk. It's, like, yeah. two blocks away. Well, let's be honest. Old people don't even get a pass. That's true. We are ageist here on the Josh and Ethan show. Yeah, old people stink. You want to put in our comments something? Something slanderous about us? We're ageist and proud. Yeah, put in our Apple Music reviews, or Apple Podcast reviews. Josh and Ethan hate the elderly. Yeah. Honestly, if you're over... I'm trying to think of the age of my oldest grandfather. Okay, he's turning 80 if you didn't go. If you're over the age, of, if you're 81 or over, you shouldn't exist. Yeah. Gotta, just stop. Just stop. And next year, it's 82 and over, you yeah. know? Because, like, we would never have a double standard. Never. Yeah. Our, our uh, hate, hatred for el- the elderly uh, inflates every year. Yeah. Just goes up a little bit. Conveniently within age of my grandfather, so he's safe. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, and none of my grandparents, to my knowledge, are that old, so. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're good. I say it to my knowledge because I don't well, care I do, about their age because they're I, old. I have a uh, I have a um a living great grandmother that I've never met because she's associated with a part of the family that abandoned my mother. So, <laughs> so I don't know how old she is, but screw her anyway. Yeah, <laughs> this is why we hate old people. Um, what else? Oh, I'm a prophet. You are a prophet. I am a prophet. I was ahead of the curve 
on all this Avatar talk because I was the first person ever in the world to break to break the news about <laughs> Avatar last People week. People don't listen. Josh and Ethan Pod, most trusted name in news. Listen, Fox News, they're super conservative. Some people get mad at CNN for being too liberal. Tucker, Car- T- uh, Tucker Carlson knew nothing about Avatar until I said yeah. something. <laughs> How about you tucker these balls in your mouth, Tucker Carlson? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. But like, let's be honest. Josh and Ethan show, most trusted name in news. There's CBS, uh, B-tier, CNN, yeah. B-tier, uh, Fox News, D-tier. But then there's like, there's the S-tier, and that's Josh and Ethan show. Yeah. Listen, you want to hear... You want to hear about new movies? You come to Josh. You talk, yeah. You come to me. I'll tell you about all the new new movies coming out. Um, Obi Wan. That's not a movie. That's not a movie, but it's a series coming on on uh, Disney Plus that actually looks really good. Um, Wait, I I have a, I have a prediction. What's your prediction? At some point next year, uh huh, there will be a Marvel movie. Just watch me be proven right. People go out and quote this up to him and be like, Ethan called it. That's a hot take. You're telling me that there's going to be a Marvel movie at some point next year? I Listen, I know it sounds crazy. <sighs> I mean, I'm teared up right now, but like, I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I, I truly believe this with every part of my being. You mean, after knowing that there have been at least three Marvel movies every year for the past five years, you predict that there's going to be at least one next year? I do, yeah. God, Ethan, I don't know if I could trust you on this one. Listen, <laughs> listen, it's going to be, um, it's, it's going to work out, okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. but, um, I saw, I saw, is it Zoe Zaldana? Oh, oh, what? Gamora. She also plays, like, the blue girl in Avatar. Oh. I saw on her Instagram, she yeah. posted, um, the thing of her character, and she's like, Avatar's back, baby. And I was like, I sent Josh, and I was like, ah! Well, apparently, I, like, I, I didn't, I didn't mention this last week, because I didn't, I was, I didn't know. It's gonna be, like, underwater themed. Why? I don't know. Oh, I Is it because the oceans are rising from the poor ice caps melting? It could be that the U.S. military stood in their little planet, and they decided, um, to increase carbon emissions and now <laughs> and now is it actually gonna be underwater themed yeah well it, like the title is like avatar the last waterbender or whatever <laughs> <laughs> you're you're pulling my leg but um they're taking the forest people who are like nine feet tall and, and making underwater. it water themed i wanted to see them play in the nba i wanted them to interbreed with humans i want blue gold jordan blue gold jordan yeah Woody Gobert. Here, I'm trying to find. Here, let me see. Nicole I don't remember Luchit. what the. <laughs> Demar de Bluzen. Demar de Bluzen. Zach LeBlue. Zach LeBlue. <laughs> <laughs> Io Bluesomu. Okay, Avatar The Way of the Water. That's what it is. Honestly? Oh, it comes out December 16th. Really? That's kind of soon. It is. Wow. Well, we will watch it. We're going to get media passes. We'll see the early screening premiere, so we'll see it in like December 1st or something. Hopefully this podcast it. pops off, and by September we'll be um, at the same level as all the Hollywood stars when we get uh, to go to the premiere. Yeah. Honestly, there's <laughs> like Chris Pratt, Josh Neeson. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. Who's going to have more Instagram? When I think of Hollywood, I think of Dwayne Johnson, John Cena, 
Dave Batista and Josh and Ethan. All of the best actors. <laughs> you maybe have a Dwayne Johnson is valid. John Cena maybe in a little bit. Batista maybe, but like but, Batista's good as Drax, and I think that's it. I think Batista's fine, but I don't think he's gonna be like a blockbuster star. I think John Cena's making a play for it with Peacemaker. I actually like John Cena better more as, as an actor more than I like the I do too. I also think that Dwayne's like he's he's a true like huge star. Oh, I tried a Zoa the other day. Because I don't drink energy drinks, but I, I tried one. Mm-hmm. The caffeine was not bad. Like, it didn't have me bouncing off the walls. I'm sure it's a relatively healthy drink for you. It just kind of tasted like piss. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, if you have, like, green tea sometimes? Because a lot of caffeine comes from green tea and green coffee. Yeah. How it feels like a bit, like, papery on your tongue. Yeah. Like, it's inside the taste bud somehow. There was so much caffeine in it from the green tea that it kind of rubbed that flavor off. But it had like a more citric flavor. I just got the original, so I, don't, I I'm sure it's a very good product because it sells well. But it's not for me. I did not like. Well, it. it's also a product by The Rock, so it's gonna sell. Um, but yeah, I, I, the only energy drinks I'll do are uh, are like Bang, sometimes maybe a Rockstar or crack cocaine. Have you have you seen like those C4s or whatever that are like Starburst flavored? I keep seeing the ads for those that, like a jewel. I have had C4 before. It's all right. I think I think a lot of them, especially like the blue raspberry type stuff or like cotton candy, you know, explosion. Just, a soda. just get a soda. Yeah, like they're they're they all taste the same. But yeah, or or like I said, I just do crack cocaine. Um, Reagan doesn't like me for that. He also doesn't like that I'm Hispanic. So, but <laughs> that's neither drugs. <laughs> war on drugs and war on Hispanic people, I guess. And energy drinks. And energy drinks. Dude, no, I just like, yeah, I can't imagine. I, I at least get the Zilla and tried it because I was at school for so long that day because it's like actually meant to be a workout energy drink. Mm-hmm. But when you're having like Starburst flavored energy drink, that's just candy or like a soda. I, I don't get people who drink energy and, drinks on a regular basis. No, I, well, that, but I'm saying. Like, when you're working out, you're like, mm, my drink of choice is going to be a bang energy. Why? Drink water. Maybe, like, water with some protein powder or whatever. I get to get an energy drink, like, after. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see why, I, like, I don't see how it's healthy to be like, oh, I'm working out. Look at me pumping all this iron. Let me, let me down this can of sugar with caffeine. <laughs> I don't see see how that's good for you. No, yeah, that's very fair. Um, but yeah. Anyway, hopefully we get famous enough to see Avatar, uh, the way of the water at the premiere on the red carpet. Also, be right next to John Cena. Maybe we won't even be at the premiere. Maybe there'll be like a pre-premiere that's just for us. Yeah, I think that's called. We'll hack. Who makes it? Sony or something? We're gonna hack whoever makes it their servers, and. We're gonna pirate it, or maybe they'll halt production, and they'll be like, James Cameron will be like, "Whoa, I love Josh and Ethan so much. Their show is so great that he'll they direct halt- the movie." Well, <laughs> I would go that far. Oh, you know what? Gives us the job to us. You know what? If he does give us the job, I think we'd be able to tidy up the plot a little bit. But honestly, yeah. But I was gonna say, hopefully, he halts production. He's like, "Wait, Josh and Ethan, make them blue and make them nine feet tall right now." Yeah, and we'll make a cameo in real life. You know, like those leg surgeries. I saw in some movie where the guy gets taller, 
or like they chop you and then they extend it with like an extender. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, I don't think it's a real thing, but I've seen movies. They do that to us in real life, and then they dye our skin blue. <laughs> like they like they tattoo our entire bodies. You blue. know what's funny? I could bring it next week. There's a there's like a picture of me from when I was like five. I was I had like the avatar paint on. Oh wow, that's funny. I would um. Honestly, if they gave me the reins, I would take the movie in a totally different direction. Like, I'd make whatever's produce of the water world or whatever. But then at a certain point, I would send the avatars to Earth because I want to see them play sports with humans. Yeah. I think it would be so funny. It would bring about... There's already intense... Um, on a more serious note, there's been intense political debates about the whole allowing trans athletes into sports. Yeah. But I think that kind of it would be a way for a good social commentary on that. Because they're using the avatars. Because the social commentary on the last one was about, uh, like, the white messiah complex. Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting to kind of flip it around. And obviously, like, the avatars would have an insane advantage in most sports, where in the whole trans athlete thing, it's kind of debatable. So I'm not going to pretend to, like, be informed enough to speak on that. But I think it'd be a way for someone smarter than me to make a complex social commentary piece on it. We're also having some funny highlights of these giant blue CGI aliens dunking on baskets by just like going up on their tippy toes. Can you imagine one of these Navi guys absolutely destroying LeBron's ankles? What a sight to see. I think they would just jump over him. I don't think they even need to juke. That's true. Because think about it, like they would be dribbling the ball up to like LeBron's shoulders. That would be where the ball dribbles. I'm just imagining blue Shaq. You know how there's um you know how there's like some humans who are like seven or eight feet tall? Yeah. So there's some Navi who are like twelve or thirteen feet tall. I I would think so. Or I don't know if like obviously they're different species, so they're genetically different. But I would imagine there's like I would imagine there's like differences in like people's heights. Like maybe there's like like dwarfism for us legally in the U.S., women who are four eleven or no four ten or shorter are considered dwarfs. So maybe like in the Navi world, if you're considered like six foot or shorter, you're yeah. dwarf. I think it would open the door for a really. I love talking about the Navi people in basketball. It's gonna be my new thing every week. I think it'd be a really interesting thing of there might have to be two different leagues because like okay, if you're Mo Bamba and you're seven foot one, yeah, maybe you're competitive with the Navi people. But, like, a lot of these 6'6 six, six dudes, like, Damar, Zach, like, even though they're big stars, I don't know, no matter how fast, how big, how strong they are, how skilled they are, they can be way more skilled, but you're going up against nine-foot people who just, no matter what you do, it's impossible. Yeah. But I think it'd be interesting if, like, maybe there's some short Navi people who play in the regular NBA, but some tall NBA people play in, like, the Navi NBA. It could really prompt some interesting discussions. And I think you could have, like, a um an oldsters league where, like, Shaq comes back. Yeah. And he gets, like, the Navi, like, body transfer. So now he's blue Shaq. And then he comes back. Like how Raw like, has Legends yeah. Night. You could have the Legends <laughs> League. Or also, like, you know how they do, like, the whole body transfer of the mind? Yeah. I feel like there's some people, like Michael Jordan, who are competitive enough, who would transfer into a Navi ba- body to be able to play more basketball for, like, another couple decades. I think, I, I think so, but if it was, like, because they put them in that little pod and they go to like the avatar yeah. world and they like but they are able to come back i yeah. think like a ton of people would do oh that. yeah he would do it just for the game honestly like there would be like some gamer kids who play 
who are like they could barely fit in the pod they're so fat you know yeah and they would be playing like 2k and they would like roll into the pod take a sip of g fuel then they would get out in their navi body and play in the nba it could be like sponsored it could be like phase nba <laughs> phase kobe bryant there, there were in in the future once the societies are like coexisting there'd be the nba which is like the human league and then the nnba which is the navi national basketball association well that brings an interesting question are the navis if you're a navi and you're born in the u.s are you considered a citizen like any human born in the u.s or would you still apply for citizenship because you're a different species would it be possible for we don't really know how the navis reproduce. at that point they'd be would illegal be possible, aliens would, mm-hmm. <laughs> you made that joke not me would it be I possible make that joke my father or my grand not my father my grandfather swam here yeah, well, <laughs> your dad right now is like sweating bullets. No, he's fine. They're they're legal. No, I know. I was like the fact that it made you made it sound like he wasn't. For a oh, second. the um, was it? No, the Navi. Um, the Navi like if they could somehow create like a crossbreed between the humans and the Navi's, that could have its own third league, or it could be like the whole thing of like if you're above seven foot, you play in the big league. If you're below seven foot, you play in a short league. Or like Navi children. Like we don't know how big the children are, but I assume they're around five foot, six foot. Can you imagine if like I think they did show Navi children maybe. in the movie. Google it. Maybe if they're like the Navi children like play in the actual NBA, then when they get taller, they graduate to the real one. <laughs> That'd well, be funny. Because I was gonna say, like, what if there's a league of like like there's people who are Navi, like born Navi, or like they transfer to Navi, and like they have their own separate league where they're like at a more competitive and like more athletic level than the actual NBA. So it'd be like that NBA replaces that the NBA replaces the NBA because people are like, whoa, look at these giant blue people with their big basketball. Yeah. Poor Giannis. Imagine like committing your entire life to being as swole and as good basketball as possible. Then some fat kid with like decent video game skills buys a Navi body with a face sponsorship and just demolishes you. Whoa, what? There's a weird look on Josh's face right now. Ten feet tall children? So they shrink when they get older? Oh, Navi average from nine to ten feet. Okay. Like, I wonder what size they're born at. Maybe like a foot or two? Because they were all really skinny. Like, there were no morbidly obese Navi people. Well, we didn't see the whole species, so there could be. That's fair. Were there any Prego Navi people? Uh, I don't know if I'd like to see it. <laughs> Navi slash Embreak. There is a Navi oh, child. There is? It doesn't show the height of the child. Damn. I think if the, you should, like, see a side-by-side comparison. Oh, they're not, they're like, they're like half the height. So I'd say like five foot. Okay. They're like sixth grader height when they're born. How many, <laughs> how many adult men do you think would just beat up and mug Navi children? Also, what's the Navi lifespan? Oh, that's also a good question. They're pretty human-like, so I don't hear Navi. Because obviously, like, no one's going to be able to, like, beat up the adult Navis. Without, like, actively committing Oh, murder. wow. They what? live 160 to 180 years. That's, that's impressive. So the white man ruling them is going to be around for a while in his Navi body. Yeah. 
All right. So he'll be 36 in Avatar 2. I feel like this is building up to us one day watching Avatar and doing like a live watch along and talking over it. Just because we're like, this is our new main topic. It's no longer a wrestling podcast, it's a Navi podcast. Yeah, this is the, this is a podcast all about Avatar and Avatar. New profile photo idea for the podcast. (laughs) Navi person. We get photos of us as blue people. As blue people, yeah. We buy blue face paint and we do our faces blue and we do like the white markings. Yeah. I gotta find that, that face paint artist that did my face paint all those years ago yeah and then we can like touch our weird head tail thingies yeah we gotta get wigs and we could just pull their hair together and it's bond. like their jumper cables <laughs> <laughs> all right and then wrestling times so we'll put the timestamp in skip ahead if you don't like this kind of talk yeah this one i think is just gonna be a this will be brief this is yeah this about. is a one topic week yeah all right cm punk i don't think he turned heel but I think he is heelish in this feud, and I think the Hangman is just more of a fired up babyface. Yeah, because last week they they kind of like they gave Hangman they an made edge. they gave Hangman an edge. This week they kind of gave that edge to Punk. So I don't know if it's necessarily um, heel versus face or heel versus heel or face versus face or whatever it is. I think it's just kind of like they're both so passionate about what they're gonna do eventually at no at no way home that's not what it's called. <laughs> at double or nothing um toby mcguire runs in hits an rko on punk. imagine <laughs> tom holland just ninja just like does an 830 on the <laughs> hangman they um, pin him and win the tag titles um okay now i sorry to interrupt i want to see some of the spider-man against jurassic express i think that'd be a fun match jungle boy should be the next spider-man i stand by it Honestly, I can see it. He's athletic for it. And then, uh, what, what's his face? Darby can be, uh, um, oh, I was going to say the Joker, but that's not even the same. <laughs> <laughs> Darby could be, um, Darby would make a good, like, Electro or something because he's crazy. Yeah. Who would be Vulture? Someone who's like, well, Vulture's bald, isn't he? Yeah. I'm thinking like Vulture from the Spider-Man PS4. Yeah, same. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, like oh Frank, um, Frank uh, Christopher Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels is Vulture. He already has the wings. Yeah, I was gonna say like, or I was gonna say like a um a balding Jeff Hardy. Oh, that too. He does that. Ah, and he has the wings. Ah! <laughs> he does his dance. And he has his... It's of a swanton. It's a vulture bomb. <laughs> when he does his he thing, he just starts flying. Okay. <laughs> if someone can make an edit for us out of our all of our fans of PS4 Vulture doing the Jeff Hardy dance, <laughs> I will pay you five cents. Yeah. Um. All right. Sorry, we got off track. Your punk thing. Okay, punk. Base. Punk. So I think it's just the two of them being like, they're just like, oh, I'm so passionate about this world title. I can't wait to beat you at double or nothing. And I think it's just kind of like, well, these two guys who are like at the forefront of like the most over people in the company. I mean, you're talking about Hangman, the world champion. Look at where he is now. I mean, you're talking about CM Punk, a guy who people have been wanting to come back to wrestling for seven years, and he's finally, like, kind of legitimized himself again. So it's kind of like, well, these two people who I'm supposed to be rooting for are colliding, or colliding, kaleidoscope. They're colliding. (laughs) And um, 
it's kind of like both of them have an edge because it's like, oh, well, who am I supposed to vote for? It kind of like heightens the intensity. I yeah, think. and I think it kind of depends on just do you like more. Like, I love punk, but I'm a hangman guy. And also, I just like the idea of having a homegrown world champ, not a 48-year-old guy who used to be in WWE. But I, so I think it depends on how you want to see it. But I think it's really compelling because they're both they're both good guys who you want to root for. But it's kind of like they're not perfect because that's all good stories. Like the protagonist grows and has bad moments and good moments. And I think we're just kind of highlighting these last two weeks that like the hangman can get really angry and really fired up. And punk can be a bit of a jerk and be a bit cocky at times. And I think it's just going to kind of play out as maybe it'll turn Punk a bit more heel, but I'm pretty certain they're they're going to keep them both face. And it's just more going to be like, it's justifiable to root for either of them, kind of like when they had Punk Eddie Kingston. And I just think that they kind of want to create that opening because you don't want a situation where Hangman's getting booed out of the building or Punk's getting booed out of the building. Yeah. Because that's long-term bad for business because Hangman is your current top guy and he's probably in your top, two free guys for the next five to ten years. Yeah. And Punk is currently probably a top three, top four guy in the company. So you don't want the crowd fully turning on either of them unless you're going to actually turn one of them heel. Not the time to turn Hangman. Not now. I don't know if there will be a good time in the next decade to turn him heel. But obviously we'll have to wait and see. But there's definitely... I, I don't see the need to turn Punk heel unless he wants to like turn heel in the match and steal the title. But I think that's bad. I think it devalues the title. Yeah, I think I think a Punk heel turn is great, but I don't think like this. Not with this. I, no. I don't think with this. this and thing. also, people will be like, "Oh, you turn heel, win the title, the Hangman wins it back." But it's like, look at Sammy and Scorpio Sky. Is it fun? you just bury the world? Title. Is it fun to watch? Sure, but does the title look weak if it changes every thirty days? Yes, and people look. Oh, but it could be a long chase. It could be a six to nine month chase. But then it's like. So you spent two years, and you're just back where you were in November of 2021 with Hangman winning the world title, you know? Yeah. It's like, I love Hangman's world champion, but we got to go somewhere with it. Yeah, if you're going to put him in the place where he was before you got him, at least make it different. Yeah, so I, um, I, I'm very much in favor of Hangman retaining. And then if Punk wants to like turn heel off of that and challenge again, and he could either lose or win, hopefully lose, or if he goes to fight a younger dude... And he's like a heel now, and it's really vicious. And see, he goes back to Darby, and they have a feud. Like, there's options with it. I just think the idea of doing a babyface match where they each have a bit of edge right now is good. Because you can really decide. Like, some people are really hardcore punk. Some people are really hardcore hangman. Just let, let the fans make this match special. Because this is the biggest match that the company can put on right now. And honestly, probably the biggest match in company history outside of Hangman and Kenny when he won the world title originally. Yeah. I mean, Hangman Danielson was pretty big, too. I think... I think... Uh, I think... Oh, what would be the biggest match in AEW history? I would personally say Hangman Kenny, when Hangman won the belt. I think that was significant. I'm, well, I'm thinking, like, the Do match you mean, like, that everyone... Office? Yeah. Oh, Darby and Punk. Easy. Because it was Punk's first match back, but people also thought that Darby had a real shot, because it's Darby. I th- also like box office episode of anything AEW was like without a doubt his, his Punk's return show. Oh, like, totally! Everyone yeah. was tuning in for that. But I think I think just a single match. Oh, I keep turning on my flashlight. Um, I think like the match I think of when I think of AEW 
I think of uh the tag team tag team steel cage match um between the Bucks and Penta yeah. and Ray Phoenix. That one was a really great match. I like that one, but I personally liked Hangman and Kenny against the Bucks better because there was that spot. There were a couple spots where you thought that Kenny was going to turn on Hangman. He and the Bucks were going to go heel. Together. I hope they do something on the Jericho Cruise again. I hope they do. I like too. the Jericho Cruise. And it was really funny because everyone was watching Hangman Kenny tag, and it was like, okay, they're being teams. Then they fought the Lucha Bros. I remember, and it was like, okay, they're not going to beat the Lucha Bros. And then they beat the Lucha Bros. Yeah. And it was like, they got the title shot. And I kind of did a double take, and I was like, Kenny's not getting pinned by one of the dudes in SDU. And I don't think Hangman's getting pinned by one of the dudes in SDU. And I watched the match, and like he hit the buckshot, and he pinned him. And I was like, wow, they're going with it. And they had an yeah. awesome reign. So I, I think that the tag team division continues to be special. Anyway, one thing I got to talk about that I'm not happy about, Jeff Hardy, Darby Allen. You're not happy about it. Oh, that he won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought the match was great. I Because, one, Cody's done that finish on Darby before, so it makes Darby look like a geek to lose to the same finish. Yeah. Two, I don't like the idea of getting hit by a coffin drop, which in storyline, like, knocks you out, and then you have the energy to do a wrestling hold. And three, Darby's a pretty great technical wrestler, and Jeff is so-so, so I don't like the idea that Jeff out-technically wrestled Darby Allen. And also, I just don't like Jeff beating Darby. It, it's the whole thing of like, oh, he's a veteran, so it's yeah. like, well, that's stupid. But, I and, never liked the, yeah. oh, but he's a veteran. He knows yeah. his way around the ring. It depends on your style. Jeff's a veteran, and he's great, but he's not, he shouldn't be rolling up Darby. And I was really... He, he, Jeff Hardy is more there for the for the big spots, for like, yeah. like the swanton bombs and the, you know, on the steel stairs. Also, is but, Darby's job just to put over 45-year-old guys when they come into the company in good matches? It's like at some point he's got to win a match. And I, I also think at some point he's got to lose Sting. I don't think he needs to lose Sting. I think that they need to have a tag match and someone needs to pin Sting and retire Sting. And I think that that can be Darby's moment of Sting is just his manager and mentor. I personally don't think Sting hurts him. I only think Sting hurts him because Sting gets the pin in a lot of their matches. Yeah. And it's like, Darby's a super over dude, but what's the last big match that Darby won as Darby? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Was it the TNT title from Cody two years ago? He won that. He came off that pretty strong. Uh, I guess, I guess the, the, uh, FTR, team, the Team Taz stuff with yeah. him and Sting, that was that yeah. was pretty decent. And I'm I'm not saying that Derby's doing a bad job. I think he's doing great. I don't think that the company has forgotten about him. I just think that some people might eclipse him with the current way he's being used. I think I think don't get me wrong. I think this Owen Hart Cup is being booked great. There, the, it's had some great matches and it has some really high profile people. I just think that. It would. I don't think any of the people in the tournament who are in the tournament right now really need to win it. I thought Darby. I was thought the Darby should have yeah. won because the babyface has to win. Am Cool can't win it. Yeah, and so I was thinking that the Joker was Miro, but let's say on free who we think the Joker is okay. now that Darby's been eliminated. All right, because I thought the final was gonna be Darby Miro, but now that would been great. But now that Am Cool is almost certainly going to the final. Three, two, one. Claudio Constantinelli. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's Johnny. 
I think they're gonna want to do Johnny against oh, Johnny against Adam Cole in the finals. My God, I didn't even think about that. And also, there's a Joker in the women's tournament, and Candace's contract just expired. But she also just had a baby. Yeah, maybe she's not right. I don't know. And also, the Joker's fighting Brit first round, so the Joker's probably gonna get demolished in the women's bracket. That's true. Unless like Charlotte Flair broke her contract or something. No, I doubt it. Um, and then one last note is. Um, MGF is slightly leaning towards leaving AEW in 2024. So, I know that the whole plan was probably for him to beat Hangman. I don't know if I'd pull the trigger on that till you get the guy to sign an extension. Yeah. Because let's say he wins the title late 2022, holds it through late 2023. That's not a great look if a year later he goes to AEW. So, he's undecided right now, but there's a report that right now he's a little bit unhappy with his pay scale. So... I think that kind of sets us up for. Well, I think I think if when his contract renegotiations go renegotiations go up, I think Tony Khan would be an absolute moron to not give him like throw all the money. No, I'm sure he will. I just anyway, I think that kind of throws a wrench in whatever plans there were, or at least a slight delay. I think wherever MJF goes, it'll be like impossible for him to like not be a star. That's true. Ex- just my one the thing is- only place where it's possible is WWE. WWE yeah. So, and my one thing with that is, I don't know if they would let him be him as much as he is in AEW. Like, if he went to NXT, he's dead in the water right now. No one's talking about him. He made the right choice going to AEW, but maybe he'll have a Cody thing where because he was a star in AEW, he gets a push in WWE. I don't know. Anyway, um, long story short, I think that slightly improves Punk's chances of turning heel and winning. And also, I've heard the argument that because for Doors in Chicago, you want to have Punk win the world title to be in Chicago. Yeah. And I think, like, that's, like, listen, I'm a Chicago guy. I love Punk. That's the dumbest idea ever. Don't yeah. devalue your title for one show. I was saying they should do Punk versus Kenta. Yeah. And, like, you can do, and everyone was like, oh, well, top guys are going to have to do jobs on both sides. Do you know who in AEW is a top guy who loves doing jobs? Brian Danielson. So, and I heard the argument for online also from my dad, like, oh, Hangman and Punk, at least one of those dudes is going to do a job. It shouldn't be the world champion. And I said, well, Kenny's going to be back by then. Well, if you did like Hangman and Kenny against like Abushi and someone, you know, like Abushi and Shingo or something, like there can be some top guy tag team match for a top singles. You can do Danielson Okada, the match that everybody wants to see. I want to see Hangman Okada at some point, don't get me wrong, but I think they should save that if they're going to do multiple Daniel shows. Danielson Okada would absolutely tear the yeah. house down. So do Danielson Okada. Danielson gets pinned. Nobody cares. And then Punk can beat Kenta in like the mid Being beat by Okada is it's like, not a it bad doesn't thing. hurt you because And then Okada. one day you can build up to, once Okada's no longer champ, once Hangman's no longer champ, one of them can challenge the other for the belt on a future show. Obviously, because again, the long-term direction is not Hangman went from this mid-card dude with promise to a true top five, top ten guy in the world. And I mean, in my opinion, he's like top three. But obviously, like, not everyone he's feels in that the way. Top one, top one. Percent. No, I'm also. <laughs> I, I, he's my favorite. And I think there's an argument for him top three. But obviously, I think most people would go more top five, top ten. We'll have to see how voting for awards at the end of the year goes out. But anyway, long story short, to me, a lot of the big matches are okay, you saw Hangman get pinned by these guys in six man tags five years ago. Now you have Okada in the prime of his career and Hangman, who's like finally achieved top guy. That's a big match, but yeah. save it. Like this first show is going to sell tickets because it's the first show. Focus on putting on a good show. Save some big drawing card matches when it's tougher to sell tickets in the future. 
Yeah. All right. Anything else in the world of wrestling? Um, Hell in a Cell is going to be here. And Roman isn't going to be on it. Roman's not going to be on it. Maybe it was a bad idea to book your entire company around the dude who wants to go to Hollywood. Yeah. I also, I, I kind of, I kind of wanted Brock. I don't really care. I think that title, I think that match finish sucks either way. Well, apparently that it, finish ended like that because he legit dis- dislocated his shoulder. I don't know how real that uh, is. But um Cody and Rollins in a cage is probably going to happen, which will be great. Can Cody like stop feuding with Seth Rollins at some point? I think Like I know it's good, but like I think they'll move on. I think they'll drag it on to SummerSlam and then after that they'll move on. But um Yeah, I think Cody needs to be in the main like in the world title picture at some point. Yeah, especially because if Roman's like Roman's on his way out, or not on his way out, but if he's slowing down, maybe put the title on Cody. Just an idea. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about. I know, I know, it was controversial when it first happened, but I absolutely love Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel is hilarious. His thing with Kevin Owens is absolutely great. I'm sure he's funny. I just don't know how good he'll be in the ring when it comes time to wrestling. Oh, in the ring, probably not yeah. that great. He's but... always been an amazing character. His issue is just he can't wrestle that well. Yeah. But other than that, I think wrestling wise, there's not there's not much going on. It's you know leading up to a pay per view, so a lot of it's just building for that. Yeah. Nothing too crazy going on. All right, we'll do a review of the pay per view, maybe match by match after it happens. Yeah. Um. Is it next Sunday? Uh. Yeah, I think so, so. two weeks from now. Two weeks. Well, two weeks from tomorrow as of recording yeah. today. Um, cool. So, yeah. And then we'll review Forbidden Door after that happens. Yep. What is that on a Sunday? No idea. Okay. So. But after that happens, we'll review yeah. that. I know you'll be there. I, maybe, well, I'll try to be there. Maybe if we feel like pain, we'll watch NXT 2.0, pal. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> NXT 2.0 is a cash grab for younger people well it's supposed to be it was supposed to be for younger people but old people watch it and no one else yeah the whole idea is like we're gonna make it hip and just like it's a bunch of 60 year olds idea of hip you know the average viewing age for that show is like 56 or something yeah it's just like lewd lewd like i don't know it's a bunch of 20 year old girls who don't know how to i was gonna say yeah it's just like a lot of Oh, old men, come see me do the splits on this person's face as my finisher. <laughs> yeah, like nothing, nothing against like women who do that, but like when all of your women are wrestling like that, yeah. Like Dakota Kai was absolutely fantastic in the ring, and they're like, "You're not, you're not, you're not, you're a real wrestler, and you're over thirty. Yeah, you Get don't, out. you're not booby enough." So then they fired her. It's it like they're it's really backwards because they went from. Oh, booby on TV to like, okay, how about some real wrestling for women? And now they're going back to booby. It's going to be really funny because, like, in five years, they're going to call these people up and, like, the top wrestlers in WWE are going to be like Cora Jade. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be like, they're going to have to do another revolution again. (laughs) It's a de evolution. Nikita Lyons or whatever her name was versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 42. Charlotte comes out. Oh my god, Ric Flair's training for an in-ring return, apparently. I, I've i seen yeah. his training videos with Jay Lethal. With Jay Lethal? <laughs> yeah, there's a video no of way. him wrestling Jay Lethal on his, on, no. uh, his Instagram. 
Charlotte comes out with like a cane and Nikita Lyons beats her in like three moves. And they practice the match like twelve times. Alright. So anything else or are we good to wrap up? Um, hold on. I'm just trying to find look here. okay, here, here, here. This is Ric Flair and Jay Lethal. This was yesterday. Oh. There's one where they're like actually having a full on match. Hold on. They've been doing this for the I past few weeks. I don't think Ric Flair can walk that well. How is he wrestling? Uh, I'm not sure. How is it supposed to be credible, too? Also, who's going to actually let him wrestle? What promotion's going to be like, yeah, come on, wrestle for Yeah, Triple A, maybe. I don't know. It's just like, in a real... Love Ric Flair would never do this to him. But in a real fight, you could just boot him in the gut, and he'd, like, kneel over and die. Yeah. Like, he's 70. Oh, you can Jay's taking all the bumps. The audio of this probably sounds awful. Oh, that was a bad bump. Yeah. Yeah, he can barely run the ropes. He can barely walk. His fundamentals are great. Like, his punches are amazing. But just, it's tough to take him seriously in a full match. They should limit him to, like, individual spots if he ever does something. Yeah. Because it's like, who was, there was some match on Dynamite where some old dude did a spot. Was it, like, Jake or someone recently? Like, someone did a spot recently on Dynamite. It looks great. There's just a spot. Oh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm scared for his life. Honestly, if he returns to the any room. any last little things, um, let's see, I don't know. We're we're still trying to we're still trying to get Mr. Meat Sauce. We love context. you, Virgil. Please, please Virgil. Please, please, Virgil. Please. We'll beg. We'll give you all, all our money, please. All of our money. I will sell everything in the studio that we don't need for the podcast. And give all the money to Ethan's you. Ethan's selling his sound system too soon because he's getting a new one. Ethan, please sell your sound system. Do not buy a new one. You just have give to all say, the money to Virgil. <laughs> just please, just give all the money to Virgil. Yeah. So we love you, Virgil. Um, I I wish you would um respond to my messages. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep um, spamming him. We'll see. Also, I ex- I expect three more listeners next week. I want to gain three listeners every week for the Josh and Ethan show. You know, I you know what we can do. Just a little inside baseball here. I could, because on Instagram, whenever we post, post since we're technically a, like a podcast, what uh, Instagram page, I can promote our, <laughs> I can promote our post for money. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that for like fourteen bucks. I could reach like three thousand people on Instagram. Yeah, that. Yeah, but everyone's just gonna scroll past it. That's true. Anyway, so but if we post like the Walter White face, or or if we do the Avatar face of us too, people will be like, "What is this?" Some people might click. All right, we're gonna maybe we'll advertise in a few weeks, but for right now, bully your friends into listening to our show. But only three friends a week. We got to keep consistent growth. Yeah, it's got to be exponential. We need three no, people, and not, then we need nine people. Oh, exponential. Then... Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. And then soon there will be more people that we need than have spotify accounts so you better start making spotify accounts to listen to us baby all right we hate all of you josh and ethan show out